Is it possible for somebody today to feel their neshama in a conscious way? If yes, what steps does one have to take? I, I think the answer to this question is we all do and none of us do. In terms of what steps a person has to take, let me, let me first explain. What do I mean when I say all of us do and none of us do? All of us do because we all have moments when we're extreme in our Yiddishkeit, moments that could be called moments of tshuva or moments of mesidus nefesh, um, where we stand for something without any constraint. We just we have certain clarity that something is right. And we're prepared to stand for it at all costs, and we don't let anybody stop us. And there's a clarity and a simplicity about our approach. I think that's a neshama-like experience. It's not a normal, it's not a consistent neshama-like experience, it's a neshama-like experience. On the other hand, I don't think any of us experience it, because I think the idea of experiencing the neshama in a way that's pneumistic, that's connected to daily avoidance, is very rare or not at all possible in our generations. In in the Rishimis of the Rebbe, which is private conversation between the Friedrich Rebbe and the Rebbe, there are references to Avoido Mesudoro. Avoido Mesudoro means Avoido, as I say, they're orderly Avoido. And if I understand it correctly, Avoido Mesudoro, this is a real deep Chabad Chosid who's consistent about his chesidus. In other words, he's not up and down. He's not up and down because of mistakes, because of nesyanis, because of difficulties. And he's not up and down because of any factors. He's consistent and constant in his avoidah. This is the, you know, the optimum Chabad Chassid, what's called avoidah tamal abeynani. And such people who have incredibly strong minds, incredibly strong minds, and uh, are dedicated to Avodah Hashem till Mesidus Nefesh, which means, in other words, that as intelligent as they are, they know that serving Hashem is more important than their intellect and their knowledge. I think for such people, the concept of knowing your Neshama in a regular, consistent way is real and true. But I think this is a very uh, rare thing, even in earlier generations, even like Hasidim of the Alter Rebbe and things like that. Um, you know, in the Chabad culture, we talk about Ava Sashem and Yiddish Sashem. Even Ava Vayideh isn't really necessarily an experience of Elokus. It can be an experience of the Midas. The Midas of the Nefshalikis, if we're refined, the Midas of Nefshal Sichlis or the Nefshal Bahamis, if we're not so refined. But the idea that says in Tanya Gimel, that through his bondness, a person achieves a Munazu Ki Rabba which is the idea of Baruch as if all 630 mitzvahs become one single mitzvah, which is the true source of the idea that through Avoida Pnimis, a person can reveal his neshama. I think this is very, very rare, very, very, very unusual. Um, the, the requirements for this to be realistic, are so many um, that it's uh, beyond the scope of the conversation even just to list them. 
And of course, included in that list would be, uh, you know, like it says in the Rambam again to Nevoa, Giber, Onov, Chochem. I'm not saying on the Madrig of Nevoa, this is a much, much, much lower level. But Giber, Shehu Mizgabel Yitzrei, Vein Yitzrei Mizgabel Alov, and so on. In other words, the characteristics necessary for a person to be in a Shomad Yid and a Pneumizdika level is um, very, very rare and unlikely. The definition of tzaddikim, even tzaddikim poilun, certainly those who were baliruch hakodesh, balimoyfis, and goinim in England and Ister, they served Hashem on the neshama level. And I suppose you could say that when you use the word talmud by chesidus rather than the word chosid, I think that's one of the ways of demarking the difference between the two terms. A talmud is someone who, like his rebbe, has a shaches tepnimis, a shaches neshama. So, I guess the short answer to your question is, I think it's very unlikely. But, then you're going to come back and retort and say, wait a minute, isn't the whole union of Hasidus, the idea that through Avoida, through Askashas, through a Tzaddik, we have a connection to our own Neshama? So how does that work out? Um, so I think there are several answers to that. One is, even if we don't experience the neshama, we could live like we have the neshama on the surface. You know, the examples that Tanya brings, that the neshama symptoms are simcha and clarity, clarity about the ebishter, unity, avas yisrael, metanemis, and then emunah, a sense of the reality of Hashem. You can bring yourself to a place and avoid it where these things are real for you, even if they're not literally in mamish, from the nefshalakis. Um... I also think that tmimus, tmimus, sincerity and simplicity and real genuine simcha, if they're constant or if they're temp- momentary, are experiences of the neshama. Um, but I guess in conclusion, what I'm saying is that the, the relevance of the neshama to chassidim today, um, above all else, is listening to what the Rebbe says, with the focus on leha medrash ikir el hamaisa hamaisa hu ikir action is the main thing. That we do the mitzvahs by maisa bapel, we do the mitzvahim and the heroes of the Rebbe maisa bapel mamish. It doesn't make us an ashamed person, but it takes us out of ourselves and it brings us into a space which is closer to the inyan of elokus um, and the shama. And of course, this includes very, very much serving Hashem b'simcha, trying to achieve a level of betachin tarach gut vetzayin gut. And, and so on. These midas, these tchunes, are neshama tchunes. And certainly for moments we have a connection to these things.